What's up? This is Daily Shmanam. But we're keeping it. <laughs> this is Daily Shman number 92. Um, just wanted to... So I was thinking about how we know, you know, we've publicized and we accept and we are pioneering a generation of people who want to listen to their feelings. Um, because I think that it has been feasible, if not productive, for people in the past to override them to hide them for acceptability question mark that's the word um to not be overtaken by them in order to survive it's been a survival skill to not allow your feelings to have an equal vote in your actions um and that's but but we see how leaning too far any one direction creates this kind of society where now it okay we have to like (laughs) we need to integrate self-care beyond commercials and you know the blogging world into our lives into our work-life balance um integrate things like being more uh eco-conscious things like that like where when you lean one direction too far you see the errors you know a lot of shit works in theory type thing um and i think that when you there's there's two there are two not fatal flaws but there are two errors in thinking when it comes to emotional reactions and how to handle them or emotional distress so one is the kind of like toxic masculine um almost like inhuman corporate america type vibe where you know you stuff your feelings or you you know fucking you know what I mean like where you're not supposed to feel them where you run from them where you medicate where you do 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 so there's that and we know that we know that but I do want to you know reference or at least bring a little bit of attention to the other side where you overly self-care yourself you basically are a champion of consumerism anytime you feel some discomfort um you Ba- you you make your emotions your personality, which that is also not what they are. That's just not... The sky is not what the sky is like today. That's not how that works. Um, and it's either, either direction, um, dissociating from your emotions or over-associating is, is a, a human error, an ego error, a misconnection or a misidentification where you still want to be something else you want to be this emotion you want to be healthy in in whatever theory you think it is but i i if you're not on one side or the other i feel like the place that i'm at and the place not the place that i'm at the place i want to be and the thing about this side this like overly healthy over self-care overindulging side is that you do have to challenge your emotions you listen to your gut feeling you listen to your intuition but you challenge your emotions and this is very easily seen like you have a fear of you know applying for a certain type of job and then you have a fear of i don't know swimming with sharks one of those things is a real danger and the fear is valid the other one is a fear being sort of a self-sabotage agent um that you need to overcome another side might be um 
a fear of confrontation or a fear of overworking yourself. So you constantly overindulge in self-care practices or undercommit to never kind of push yourself in one direction because of a fear of some other thing. Either of those, you know, ways of being all operate from the same emotion. So you have to challenge that emotion and make sure you know the origins because plenty of us do things based off of habit, um, based off of a survival mechanism from trauma, based off of environmental factors, react to things by action, by feeling. You know, there's a, the brain is like that. It's a habit machine. So you just challenge your feelings as well as listen to them and feel them. When I say listen to them, that's kind of like where this danger is, where you, you let the feelings tell you what to do. There is a balance. There is a way to healthily listen to your feelings without, I would say, hear them. Do not listen to them as in you would listen to an instructor or listen to a superior. You, you hear them and you console them. They're your children. You are the babysitter. You feel me? You're the babysitter of your emotions, which means if they're acting up, you don't just get to like throw them outside. Um, but you also do not give them everything that they fucking want because they... They don't know what they need. They just know how they feel. And so their job, they're doing their job. Emotions do their job. They're like, hey, I feel like this. Boop, doo, doo, wham, wham, wham. Okay. And you have the choice to, you have several choices. And so there's one unhealthy thing we know about and we're pretty conscious of, which is I'm not going to listen to you. Blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, shutting down, not connecting to your emotions. Through, 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 trying to push through them people are like i want to be over this no there you can't just step over the child whose hair is caught on fire you need to <laughs> you know what i mean the screaming is annoying but is it happening for a reason that's the investigation piece um where you need to look and see okay this child is screaming that there's a monster in their room there's several ways to handle a child having a emotional response to their imagination there's, a, there's plenty of unproductive and productive ways. And so I think that that's kind of how viewing emotions not from either of those, those extremes can, can lead to something more healthy, more analytical, more in, in service of growth, in service of learning. Because um, at the end of the day, however they come from, however they work, whatever chemical situation you're working with in terms of your emotions, it's your job to cooperate with those things. Um, you know, it was like World Mental Health Day yesterday or something. And I love, I love that. Okay. I love seeing that fucking, that's awesome. Seeing that all over the timeline, seeing people want to like, you know, take advantage of that shit. That's, that's dope. That is dope. But there's a difference between giving a microphone or a megaphone to every single emotion and tending to what needs to be tend to. Because if, you have a fear of commitment based off of somebody hurting you at one point and you feeling betrayed. Your emotion is still valid. You have pain. But if you always just instantly listen to that emotion every time it pops up, like, hey, remember when you got betrayed? You're going to be alone. You're going to miss out on the happiness, on the other emotions that you aren't giving a chance to kind of like come in in different scenarios. So there's a challenge. I encourage people to not just not ignore your emotions not just let them boss you around but sit with them and examine them 
always, always take a moment to be mindful. And that means in your emotions, in your urges, in your reactions. Um, Because that's how growth happens. You don't just drop a habit because you're like, that is bad. You have to do things. You have to process and unlearn and maybe retrain yourself to react a different way. And I think that that's where the investigation is really valuable. If you can, like, investigate your feelings and shit, you get to create a team. That's what leadership is. It's not telling them what to do. It's not ignoring them. It's not being superior to them. It is figuring out their strengths and weaknesses, getting them to collaborate in a way that is productive, and empowering the strengths of each person on your team to be able to execute to the best of their ability. You know what I mean? To, to create this organism that is like highly functional. So yeah, bro, that's what I think. Um, I should have wrote it down. It's probably a little, probably a little quick, probably a little winded, probably a little talking, talking a lot, but that's whatever. Um, I'm going to go. I have stuff to do. Bye.